Hey listener, this is Ralph from Beer, Blood, and the Bayou, reminding you that if you love our podcast, please rate and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Classmates.com, or wherever you consume our show. We also want to remind you that if you have any questions, comments, or would like to unload on our latest podcast, please call us at 405-806-0476 or write us at listener at beerbloodbayou.com. Thanks. Beer, Blood, and the Bayou contains adult language, graphic descriptions of delicious hop treats, and real crimes perpetrated in and around the greater Houston metropolitan area. Viewer discretion is advised. Bitches. Here we are. Hey, everybody, we're back. We're back. So where were we about the, what, Brown yeah, I want to talk about? <laughs> yeah, what did you want to, yeah, what did you want to say? So, sorry, go ahead. No, we had a good story going. Yeah, yeah, we it were talking. did not interest Broward we were, at all. We, we were talking about, uh, it didn't. Jo- jo- Wood. Josh James, uh, we're, we're, we're in his, uh, what do we call this? His, his leather lair. Leatherwood. Leatherwood lair. lair in his, in his backyard. Uh, that's actually a name I'm going to go with, by the way, so y'all don't repeat that name. No, it's okay. Until yeah. I get the, uh, Leatherwood? Never know. Yeah, it's good, but. Uh, I just came up with it. Here we go. God. Damn. Yeah. That boy's going to the courthouse tomorrow to get a DBA purchase. <laughs> I'm going to mail it to myself. Get I'm going to sit down that DBA, copyright. sit down at the courthouse, and they're like, uh, leatherwood.com was taken yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're doing. Uh, By an African man. <laughs> well, Brower. North African. North African. Uh, Egyptian. North Africa. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a little nicer up north, a little less uh, arid. Uh, yeah, hey, so uh, we're, we're all, in, uh, all in person. Yeah, I know. This is, uh, we're, I hope we don't catch COVID. I know. I really hope it snows. Have either, hold on, have, so just to keep score, I know we don't talk as much as we used to, like the old days, Aww. but um, has anybody here Ooh. gotten COVID? No. No. There goes the power. There goes the power. Okay, so the power no just went out. The heater went out. So it's like really. I'll fix it while you guys are talking. Okay. Did you flip yeah. a breaker? Yeah, what do we do? No, it's probably a uh, national power outage. <laughs> <laughs> no, <thank you. laughs> The insurrection has started. Yeah, the insurrection two. But I'm gonna go over here and look at. Uh, I have a direct contact to Center Point. Let me call him over here. <laughs> yeah. Shit, I hope that wasn't. You know, the good thing about. Uh, so we're still recording, by the way, and that's because of this handy little Zoom recorder I got, and it runs on batteries. So, uh, oh, there we go. Hey, hey, what'd you do? What was that? I made a call. Oh no, you didn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, okay. Well, so this is. Uh, I, they, thanks again for letting us uh, record in your leather. Yeah, I appreciate video. it. Yeah. Wait, did you turn the heater off though? Ooh, we can try again. It's fucking thirty-five right, degrees. No, it's okay. Don't do. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I got selfish. Yeah, I just. Let's it's just very more, fucking. Let's turn on more wattage. So yeah. here in uh, here in Houston, Texas, it's extremely cold. When I say cold, Ooh, should we do lantern. It's like thirty. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. It's thirty-six degrees and it's raining outside, and that's really fucking cold um, for Houston. So I was really hoping it would snow. I told my kids it would snow. And they, why do you lie to them? I don't know because I'm like an idiot weatherman. Yeah. Um, so they went out. They went outside with a handful of coal and a carrot, and they're like, oh, "We can't, <laughs> we can't do shit out here." <laughs> uh, we did have a campfire in our backyard yesterday. Which oh, was, that was nice. Yeah, it was uh, first time they ever done that, which is kind of sad. You have a little fire ring at home. Yeah, built one. You built, built one out of what? I have a fire out ring story the, too. Out of the uh, in the ground. Built in the ground. Oh, you built like a, you dug a hole. Yeah, that's right. Uh, oh, that's cool. 
Well, my kids watched a uh, Dual Survivor, <laughs> Dual Survivor the other day. Dual Survivor. What's that? With Lundine? Cody Lundine. Wait, what is Dual? I don't know what this is. It's two dudes. A fake military up. guy. Yeah, one guy's like um, from Arizona desert, kind of walks the world barefoot, barefoot type yeah. of guy. Okay. And, is it YouTube? Uh, Survivor. No, it's about, it's, uh, it was on like Discovery or whatever. Oh, okay. And it, it was a couple years old. And there was actually one guy that was originally on there uh, for the first two seasons who got fired. For, it's still on? Yo, I don't know. But uh, the first, uh, first Cody Lundin's first partner was fired. Mm-hmm. And he was fired for, I think, one of the worst things you can do. Mm-hmm. Stolen valor. Oh really? He lied about his military service. Yeah. You bring that. We bring that up a lot on the podcast. It seems like. Do we really? <laughs> yeah. Well, I know. I, yeah. I see. I, I remember because the first time I ever heard of it was I think from you. Stolen just about valor? people. Yeah. People. Um. You know. People making up that they're higher rank than they than they really are. Or sitting in fake military uniforms and dudes in the military come up to him and say, "Hey, uh, what division were you in?" And they're like, "Hundred and first. That's like the standard answer. Every yeah. No, time. I was a uh, yeah, screaming eagles or whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No. So. Uh, Pretty sad stuff. But anyway, uh, it was a good show. Kids I saw was it. a band of brother. Kids saw it, and they lo- liked how he had to build a fire, like a naturalist had to build a fire. So I was like, yeah, I'll show you how to do that. Oh, that's cool. So what did you get? the lighter fluid out? and you fucking No, no, no. <laughs> Built it like real, and uh, yeah. we gathered stones. and uh, Stones, really? Dug a small hole, like a, like a lowered pit. And, okay. Uh, uh, you know, surrounded it in stones and you know, showed them how to get kindling and showed wow. them how to build a fire. Okay, but the real question is, how did you light the fire? Uh, we used uh, glasses, someone's glasses. You did not. Yeah, no, we did. You're a liar. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, we did. We you, f- <laughs> <laughs> I fucking do not believe that. Yeah, How did you light it? Come on. No, we used uh, glasses. I'm fucking calling your wife yeah, right now. Direct, There's no way. Direct sunlight. Oh, she was some steel wool. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we used that, and well, we we, actually, we did was we we uh we harvested a battery out of an old truck. Yeah, and then uh, and then uh, just <laughs> touched wires together and sparked. <laughs> Oh, like Josh said, uh, some still wool that we that is uh, such horse shit that we that mm, we uh, salvaged. Yeah. So well, we got it going, and uh, we sat outside and we roasted schmellows on it, and uh, <laughs> and it was a uh, it was very it was a nice evening. It was listen cold. that sound that sound, that sounds like an ideal perfect evening, a family evening. It was, but there is absolutely no fucking way that you started the fire with a um a magnifying glass or b a car fucking battery. There's just no way. So. That's good. I'm glad you guys you guys did that. Do you have, yeah. a, do you have a picture? There's a, them hanging by the fire. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, right, right there. There they are. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I believe the fire part. I just don't believe how you ignited We uh We had a fire here on Christmas Eve. I had the family come over, and my uh, brother chipped in and bought some wood and that, those, from the side of the road, and the, they got us. It looked good yeah. until you throw it in the pit. Was it like, wet? Two hours later, it's just nothing but smoke. <laughs> You're all sitting around like... It's gonna great. work. It's gonna like great fire. Like it never, <laughs> never starts. Yeah, you got to chop that shit up. That Smaller sucked. I can show you a thing or two about fire management if you want to learn. That's right. You're an Eagle Scout, right? Yeah, and then also uh, pretty serious about the barbecue meat. Wait, meat fire and, uh, and Eagle Scout. Don't you get to you're gonna get a call from the president or something? What happens? Uh, no, I get a form letter signed by Auto Pen from the president. At that time, it was uh, George. it was Clinton. Is it Clinton? Oh. Yeah, it was Clinton. Hey, it's me. It's me. Yeah. I did get actually. I did get a legit autograph from Bob Hope. Oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah. And, an and yes, and I also got the Texas flag that was hanging over the Capitol the day I turned Eagle Scout. It's framed. It's, it's in my garage. You, what, really? Your dad bought it for you? No, no, no. They send it to you. It's like part of the thing. Now they don't do it anymore because so many people get Eagle Scouts now. Mm-hmm. But back and then, back then it was very special. 
and apparently everybody was being molested except for me. <laughs> well, we don't know about that either, but we'll talk uh, about that all fair. <laughs> hey, so uh, can girls be Wait. Eagle Scouts now? They yeah. can, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's co-ed now. So, yes. what are you going to say, bro? You got into yourself into a lot of molesty situations. <laughs> yeah, all up. through college you had that problem. Have we already talked about this? <laughs> the, well, no, not through college, but like, I remember you. You're a baseball coach. You <laughs> took the long way. <laughs> took uh, a couple extra laps, uh, even though you yeah. knew your way home. I don't know why we got to go into this, but um, go ahead. If you want to tell a story, go ahead. No, go. I'll tell you a story about that, that happened to me. Um, that happened to you? Yeah. Well, that didn't happen to you. That did not happen to me, but I was, uh, I mean, I, like, I'm not saying, I'm not saying he was going to molest me, but it felt like. <laughs> the conversation was heading down that that road. Yeah, I know the feeling. A priest. I was uh, really a priest. Yeah, I was. Uh, Holy I was doing shit! My first communion. <clears throat> I was like Whoa. eleven years old, and uh, the, uh, the church I was going this to explains everything. No, I'm the kidding. Church man. I was going to brought in. They had like these two Australian twin uh, priests, and uh, they mm-hmm. were like doing the, the confessions and the first communion. Yeah, it was, it was first confession. That's right, not communion. And uh, so. The guy's like, uh, you know, so you got to go into his rectory, right? Which is. Uh, uh, What's a rectory? It's like a rectum. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's the, what the priest was saying. It's what the priest, uh, it's kind of like their little solar, their little area. What the fuck is a solar? What is it? It's, what are it's these? like an office. Like an We're office. not Catholics. Okay. Okay. I don't know if this is Catholicism. This yeah, is no. like Scientology. No, 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 no. So we uh, grab these two things. Wait, hands. how many souls? Four or five souls equals so, how many days? Earth days? I don't know. So he brings this. So he brings me in there and he sits me down and there's like these like, you know, regular chairs. He starts asking me questions like, what "Would you like to confess?" And I was like, "I don't know." How do I look without my shirt on? <laughs> no, I was like, "I was like, that's a question, not a confession." Uh, and I was like, uh, "You know, I don't, I don't, I don't really know." And he starts asking me like, "I was like, I don't know, being like a shithead to my parents or something or whatever, you know?" <laughs> yeah. And uh, he's like, "Oh well, uh, well, I mean, do you touch yourself? I mean, do you like he starts at like I whoa? Mean, you play with yourself?" He I went mean, right to it. Yes, and he thinks I think that. My- well, but hey, listen. To his credit, though, that's kind of like a very um, you know, typical thing, right? That like, perhaps little, like little boys do, right? That perhaps they sh- that they. So if you're like, you know, if you're a Catholic or whatever, that, you should be very I ashamed think, of, right? I think you are a molester apologist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think so. But anyway, so I, when he was saying that, I was. And, and the thing is, is like the answer was no, I wasn't. <laughs> I was like, as a matter of fact, yeah. no, I'm not. Let Why him finish because the priest also said, yeah, I like like this, and he was <laughs> showing him. So, but I remember like trying to like. He he knew I, f- I got really uncomfortable and I was ready to exit the situation. And I think he saw me. He didn't see me as uh, he wasn't. You weren't gonna easy, be a victim. Yeah, you weren't easy, easy prey. Yeah, this guy's not an easy victim. Not yeah. Easy mark. So I mean, I was I was street smart. You know, so, this guy this guy wasn't gonna fucking get over on me, man. I got I've been beat up by all kinds of minorities. So what Brower was uh, alluding to? So my story. Um, my mother was late to pick me up from uh, t-ball practice. I think it was baseball. I don't remember. Probably think, t-ball. Yeah, I was you like played eight, that through high eight or nine years old and. Um, the thing back then, it's like sometimes she just, oh, she wouldn't show up, you know? So, like, well, I mean, she's in her fourth, yeah. fifth drink in. Yeah, right? so yeah. my... I mean, what do you expect? So no, my, we were back then. Yeah. <laughs> so, my edu- so my educators or my extracurricular uh, leaders, they had to uh, take up arms and usually give me a ride home sometimes. And uh, this time, so this guy, I'm in the front seat. Yeah, and this is, you know, I should be technically in the back seat, but I don't know. For some reason, I'm in the front seat. And... Um, he, I thought it was a small, small pickup with a bench seat and a stick. <laughs> no, <laughs> Chevy S10. So uh, he's driving me. El Camino. on over. The baseball right. field's about, uh, I don't know, maybe two miles from my house. And uh, I noticed that he keeps taking turns away. 
from where my house is, which is on Sweetwater Creek. We don't Drive. live in the National Forest. <laughs> yeah. And so he keeps, uh, and then he just keeps talking and talking. And um, I'm just, he, he doesn't say anything like sexual or anything, but I'm getting this like innuendos. This very so. creepy fucking vibe. And as I once described to Brower, I felt like he was just three words away from asking <laughs> me to blow him. <laughs> I mean, I really did. Like, I've never felt like that. You know, you just get that. He couldn't find the right candy store. It was really strange, and he just kept talking and nauseating, and then he started talking to me. One of the things he did say that kind of freaked me out, he was asking me Can about- Can you drive a stick? <laughs> you no. look over, and he's grabbing your hand and put it on the ship. I'm shipper. so glad that we're making, you know, we're bringing to light and making fun of- um, These are personal stories that happened to us. Yeah, you're right. And, you're right. In, in yeah. retrospect, we have to really think about this. That's right. Uh, because we humor, can- is, Humor is a cure. Humor is a good okay. medicine. Anyhow, so- um, so yeah, so I just thought he, you know, I, I, I had that fucking feeling, and he kept just trying. I was like, "What the fuck am I gonna do?" Um, again, like my mother, I wasn't sure where she was at. I know she wasn't gonna be home, so that was my other concern: is that as soon as I get home, this fucking guy is gonna know that um, I'm gonna be at home by myself. And then, just in a flash of an eye, he decides to take a left and take me back to my house and drops me off. See you tomorrow. No. Well, wow. that was it. Wow. So, yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was kind of. It was kind of strange. It was kind of weird. I felt really strange. But um, you know, Boy Scouts they get a they get a really bad rap for you know child molestation. And uh, well, I just, now I don't remember that being a thing back in the well, day. Well, I know. I mean, neither was you know neither was the Catholic Church, right? But yeah, um, I can tell you that I myself had a great experience in scouting. I was in scouting my entire life. I love scouting. It was it was great. Um, but I don't know anybody who was ever molested or abused, so I'm not really. My scoutmaster was cool. I mean, he we let me share a tent with him all the time. And <laughs> yeah, yep. I snuggled. Thought, yeah, I mean, he was just a real warm <laughs> he guy. Snuggled. Wow. Uh, you know, so uh, I was uh, on one of my drives to Lake Charles this uh, this past week, and uh, I, I was like, I got to download some new uh, podcast to listen to because I got you know six hours of just completely capped time. And I found the clown and the candy man. It was a Dean Coral uh, and uh, John Wayne Gacy like uh, podcasting. I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna listen to this. First episode, Dean Coral. Second episode, John Wayne Gacy. The rest of them, I didn't realize this. My God, it's all about fucking child molesters. I was like, oh, well, this oh, is fucking depressing. God, I, I was like, those oh. are the ones I skip on Sword and Scale. I, I know, so the, I, I couldn't, I couldn't hardly take it anymore. So I was like, I, I, I can't believe I, I, I did this. So. Uh, but anyway, uh, it was uh, interesting at first, but then it was like not. I don't want to say repetitive, but it was like it got too too heavy. For I me. can't handle those. Yeah, I'm no, like, I can't either, man. Yeah, and so like I remember me and the wife we were driving. Yeah, we're we're on some road trip, and we we had sword and scale on, and then they were talking about um, as soon as they said, and then they started using scissors to cut uh, the vertebrae of children right out of the womb i was like hey i gotta turn that off oh that was this that was the kermit gosnell episode yeah i think so yeah with that that abortion doctor in baltimore well yeah you would like he's one of the few that loves to go into those kind of cases i mean he goes well it's also his way of being pro-life right you know which that was like this was wait he's pro-life Probably he's a republic. He's a conservative. Is he? I didn't even know he lived in Houston. Until yeah, recently. he does live in Houston. So he might be. I don't know. But that felt like a very. This was. This is the kind of thing that they tell you that, that people in that are like in those psycho pro life groups would be like sharing this story. What happened at Kermit Gosnell's uh, office? And you hear that story about how you know how filthy that place was, and how many people like still continue to work there. And it was just. I mean, I mean, awful, 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 awful. 
Anyway, oh my god, that's horrible. This is depressing. And this is beer blood in the bayou. Oh yeah, yeah. this is beer blood in the bayou. Uh, across from me is Mr. Josh James. Say hi. I'm here. I'm here. Hello. To the right of me, is Mr. Ray Brower. Hey everybody, we're back from Washington D.C. And I'm Ralph <laughs> we just Sweetwater. just got back from the insurrection. <laughs> I'm Ralph Sweetwater. I fear no beer. Go um, ahead. Sorry, question. go ahead. In- insurrection. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, y'all still on that? No, go ahead. Go well, ahead. he brought up something. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I have a question for y'all. I was thinking about yesterday. Uh, when is the next QAnon meeting locally? <laughs> the reason I ask is because all these conspiracy theories that are out there that yeah. are floating around, yeah. and I guess some people think they're serious and real, and maybe you know who knows where the truths lie anymore. But oh, whoa! I feel like <laughs> hey, yo, Q. Oh, on, I here, feel okay. like this is a great time to start like a Ponzi scheme or like a pyramid scam because these oh, yeah. people will buy anything right now. Well, dude, so first of all, this because is I this think- is this is something that con men have fucking known their entire lives. Okay, is that people buying this shit, dude? It's not, but little it's to no amazing. How yeah, yeah. People that we know, when I get on Facebook once a quarter and see posting stuff that we know are intelligent people reposting stuff and i'm like i can make a fucking killing if i'm like hey i got this idea if you sell more than i do i'll get a cut and if you find more people to sell yeah. below you yeah you'll get a. it's not a pyramid scheme i feel like this is the time to talk to, to those people to do and be that like, it's kind of like what you're believing in well and thinking, I, have some, I, thinking, I have a shitload of timeshares i was thinking about starting a cult personally i mean dude go the extra mile like why not get all these people to be earners for you and then you, you fucking shove them in the, like 10 or 12 like multi-layered cots and this house and this little shed here. Mm-hmm. And then we could fucking make millions. You know what a fundamental dude. tool of starting a cult is? What's that? An acoustic guitar. <laughs> yeah. And a charismatic dude that can play it. Oh, you don't even need that. You just need to you know, start singing, singing about God yeah, knows really what. Don't. And then uh, next thing you know, it's like, hey, your daughter can go lay in my bed. You know, yeah, the latest uh, Sam Harris podcast talks about how these are... If you believe in these times, no, they're they're you're, you're in the cult. It, it, if you believe in, he used Black Lives Matter. If you're way into it, it's pretty much you're part of a cult. If you're into QAnon, it's a cult. I mean, he went go read, listen to the. I last, mean, anything. I mean, by that, any, you know, anything could be a. I know, but it, he's, could be his a cult. point is that it's people that are getting too far into these. No, things. man, people. I, I think it's human condition to. You know, we're tribal fucking people. These are I'm, also, tribal creatures, right? We wanna we wanna belong to something, right? We wanna be self assured that our lives have purposes and we want to serve a higher purpose. And that's really political ideology has replaced religion. And uh, that's what this, 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 this has become. The They're religion. mending. Yeah. Well, I think you'd have to be pretty naive to not and think also, that there are a lot of things we don't know that goes on in government that are probably bad and good and whatever. But, but, but you're making the case for QAnon and for that, that, that I'm not making a case for, I'm making a case for, but, I don't, I th- they're, I, they're throwing out some pretty fucking extreme stuff. Like in, in injecting, uh, homing devices or whatever. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, that's... But, you know, there is just enough truth out there that keeps the people believing. You know, it's like the, a couple of years ago, I was like, oh, there's like these this ring of, you know, pedophiles. That of course, that's government. one of the biggest things. And then yeah. guess what happens? Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Approves it. Like, that was, yeah, that was oh, totally, okay. that was okay, totally so, true, yeah. So they were right. Okay, yeah. all right, well, what, you know who, this yeah, is... Hey, and do you know who was peddling that for the longest time? Alex Jones. Exactly. And he turned out to be 100% <laughs> fucking right. Uh-huh. Hey, it's me, Bill. All yeah. I rode that plane a couple times. Well, you know, I, me, I, Monica, <laughs> Hillary. When I first saw Alex Jones, it was because of the um, he infiltrated the. Uh, we're all Bohem- the elite. Bohemian Grove. Yes, Bohemian and it was, Grove. Yeah, 
fucking pretty fascinating. He yeah, got in there. Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is, I think that I'm not a conspiracy theorist, and I'm not like end of all this weird political stuff that's going around. But I'm pretty sure the government there's a lot of stuff that we don't fucking know about. Yeah, I mean, Al- Alex, maybe it's good that we don't know about it. Alex's Jones. Alex Jones is great. Um, he had me at a. <laughs> The Sandy Hook crisis actors. Well, that's when he, that <laughs> okay. was his death knell. And yeah. so you know, so now like the other the other week on CNN, or sorry, not on sixty minutes, um, this poor fucking dad, right, who had his child killed in Sandy Hook, he has to go on sixty minutes in disguise because so many people are trying to fucking harass him and kill him and sending him death threats and all that. This fucking guy lost his little son hmm. in Sandy Hook because of fucking Alex Jones and all that shit he was propagating, dude. So it's not why. Wait. Alex Jones had nothing to do with the kid dying. No, no, no. I know, but no, he was propagating that that guy was a crisis actor, that he was a liar, he was part of this bigger government conspiracy, so but on I and thought, so forth. I mean, I'm, I am no Alex Jones defender. Sounds like it. I thought, shit. I thought he backed off that claim. No, Joe that's Rogan. what killed no, him. No, no, Joe no, no, no. Rogan. Yeah, yeah no, he but, did eventually, but... Yeah, I that's mean, what I'm saying. Joe Rogan backed him off that claim. Yeah, I know, but he, so that, <laughs> I don't know. I just... To me, from that you know perspective, he's lost all credibility. So yeah, all right. Well, <clears throat> anyhow, enough of that. We are we 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 have conspiracy theories about conspiracy theorists. We do. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, I already right. did a lot of coke, so I know a guy. I met a guy at, Ren, at Renfest who used to work for Alex Jones. Really? He said that fucker railed it up all the time. I believe it. I yeah. think he admits that, right? That he was a drug addict, alcoholic. Yeah, probably. But yeah, this guy was super cool. He was like Jesus Christ. He's like working in that. That is my fear about our friends that go down these rabbit holes because uh, Joe Rogan brought that out in Alex Jones in that interview, actually, that he was like, you've got to stop going down these rabbit holes because it's not healthy. Yeah. Because that's what, and Alex Jones admitted it. He's like, I would just sit there for hours and hours and just overnight not sleep and just go down these research yeah, uncover stuff. And if you dig far enough, you're going to find what you want. Yeah. I mean, it's just. Or eventually you'll find, I mean, so there's, you know, there's maybe 30 conspiracy theories out there. And out of those 30, Two or three of them are probably legit, right? I mean, some, some of them, people going, yeah. yeah, some of them have legs, you know. Right. So there's enough. There's a there's a there's enough blood in the water for people to be like, okay, you know, that is something that maybe we need to look into. And some people they continue to go down that rabbit hole and they end up finding something that validates, like you know, those those theories, like Epstein, like that's a perfect example, or Bohemian Grove. There's another one. Let me throw this out there. What if the it came out and it was literally proven that. Oh, Prower's getting on his phone. That there he's were, lost interest. Um, he's lost interest. That the, the election was rigged or Here, something. Here, hold on. Let's, let's I mean, browse I mean, together. We're gonna, let's browse together. I'm, I'm looking at it. No, 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 no. I'm on call. I looked at a text oh, message. Yeah, right. Let's just say I'm, I'm taking what? shifts at the hospital. <laughs> let's just say. That's fucking hilarious, by the way. <laughs> what would y'all think would happen if it came out and it was proven that the election was rigged? There would be utter fucking anarchy. Everywhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean it yeah. would be. So everything that is going on right now, because of that, they're thinking that's what happened. Imagine if it, I mean, I guess what I'm insinuating is, I think we just, do we so, kick the can down the road I, I, and let I it read, go? I, mean, I know it's a shitty thing to say as America, so but it's I, like, that's like, I'm, okay. I fear if it came out and it was the truth. Okay, so what I'm reading right now. Which so I don't, it's not, but I mean. So there's this, apparently there's this Italian satellite that changed oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. all the votes, like overnight during one, election. Yeah. yeah, that's a new one. That's what's going, going around right now. And at the zero hour, this like satellite hacked, uh, you know, the election systems, and it, you know, it shifted, and people are fucking really, really into this. But election results. So I, I read this really interesting article last night, and uh, I did fact check it, by the way, whatever that means anymore. I don't think you can. Anymore. But um, but they're saying this election it wasn't even close. You know, 
it was like 8 million votes, right? So Kennedy, uh, was Kennedy and Nixon, it was like 100,000 votes, right? What about Al Gore was Bush, like, yeah. Al Gore and Bush was like 400. Like, mm-hmm. this was not even remotely the closest election in but it was history. also it, it was also the one of the highest it was the highest amount of votes ever. It was absolutely. So I mean, so I'm, my my point is is that it's just it's, if you're saying like it was even like re- remotely close, it wasn't. It was millions and millions of no, votes. No, no, no. But and you had you, but you had you had all these. You're different talking s- about the aggregate number. Their their argument is in specific key states, key voting areas. Only the ones They're where not, they lost. I mean, they. But I'm, I'm talking about the like. Pennsylvania, Georgia, Ohio, or no, Ohio, they won that. But like all the states that, that flip, like that, that. The swing states. Yeah. Yes. The battleground states. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, look, the, you know, uh, 30 million people can vote for uh, Biden in uh, California. Yeah. And Biden wins those electoral votes no matter what. Right. So you can't really say, oh, it wasn't even close. Yes, technically, if you look at the popular vote, but we are not a populist. Country. No, 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 I understand that. I'm just. But so, so. That 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 number you say is irrelevant. No, no, no. Because those popular votes, not it's not a one for one ratio that directs into the electoral votes, but it does. You can't say that the popular vote has no significance on the electoral vote because it does. If every single voting person, we're gonna in, get in. No, but listen. If it, let's say if Texas, California, and New York, three of the mo- three most populated state populated states in the uh, in the country, if one hundred percent of those voters all voted for one candidate. They would still lose the election if every other if every other state yeah yep. went fifty one percent the other candidate absolutely so that would then I mean you you could have a you could have a lopsided vote where it's twenty plus million more than the other one or maybe even more I I I'm not I can't I'm not I'm, I can't look, check that math listen I'm not disagreeing with you at so all so what I'm saying is is that their arguments are what got Trump elected in the first place in sixteen which was a one specific areas and states right. And and they he he didn't win the election. He won enough electoral votes to then be elected. Right. You know. So, no, no, I agree with so, that. But I'm like, not. He he could have been trounced in the popular vote by twenty million votes. It doesn't really matter. It, it's that he lost the electoral. I don't vote. think mathematically you could win the electoral college if you was twenty million votes ahead. I think you could. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, why not? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't have the. I don't have my spreadsheet up right now. Well, I mean, I, 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 I think, all, like I said, I, I understand you what you're saying. I, I listen. I agree with you. I'm, I'm all I'm saying. All I'm saying is just that from, okay, I'll rephrase. How about this? From a popular vote perspective, it wasn't close. Oh yeah, no, and and, and <laughs> Hillary, Hillary won, and so did, uh, so did um, Al Gore. Yeah, the the Republicans haven't won one popular uh, election except in except 2004. So it's an easy fix. Maybe. Like I've said before. What's that? We let him be president and all of those in all of those states that he lost, he wins. And all of the other people that were elected that won, it flips to the other candidate. And let's see what happens then because everyone's gonna fucking freak out and get pissed. All these Republicans that won in the states that he's saying it was rigged will now go to the Democratic exactly. And then exactly. they'll be like, Whoa, 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 it wasn't rigged. It wasn't rigged. I, I, exactly. I, I won. I won. You know what see, that's the problem, right? Is why, that, why can't why yeah. is it why is no one complaining about the Republican senators that won? Yeah, they're not. Exactly. If, if it was rigged, how'd they win? Exactly. So exactly. let's flip it to the Democrat and then yeah. let him be president and then let's see what happens, which yeah. will be a fucking way more of a shitstorm. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at that no one really talks about. Unless they're specifically saying that his particular button was rigged, like the yeah. presidential button. I guess I've never heard him say that though. Yeah. Where the actual presidential rigged 
part came in at that one algorithm when you voted for the president. They're saying that it was rigged. Like, for instance, in, in Texas, if you went to the drive-thru, they're saying at one point that was a problem and could have been rigged. But we had a Republican that won. Yeah, no. So I, yeah. why is it not, why is he not bitching? You know why? Because now he realizes that it's going to put him in jeopardy. So he's like, eh, whatever, push it under the rug, move on. It's stupid. No, it's all political theater, man. I know, but I, I'm not in politics. I'm not a fucking Harvard graduate. How is no, how does no one else not see that and not, not understand that it's just black and white? I mean, it's like, are we saying that everyone shouldn't have won in those states? Uh, dude, why are we not talking about that? There's just not, I mean, there's, there's a there's a limit there's a limited amount of intelligence out there, right? I mean, it's just it's it's a it's. But how do you not see that? How are you not mad at those senators? All right, let me ask you guys. It's an intellectual hurdle at yeah, the end so of the day. That's that's all it is. Let dude. me ask you guys a question. Different different approach, but some people can jump over the hurdle, some can't. Let me ask it's, you a question. It's, it's preying on the weak minded. All this shit. Just like I thought that one of our favorite uh, uh, religious leaders in this town, I think, preys on the weak minded as well. We've talked about him before on podcasts before. We won't go down that evangelical if, rabbit hole. If Donald over Trump, there and, if Donald Trump called Joe Biden today and said, "Look, I'm from New York. I fight dirty. I fight in the street. I fight any way I can. I'm sorry, Joe. Would you like to come over to the house for dinner?" And then started working it out. Do you think he could salvage his presidency at this very at the very end moment and say, "I want to." Make this as peaceful as possible. I want to do. No, I think every- it's it's too late for that. You think so? Oh yeah. Uh, no, I know. You don't think, think so? I think our country loves a redemption story. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I think, but- he's, I think he's within the window, and all he has to do, he can he can invite uh, Vice President Elect Kamala Harris too. All he has to do is get them to come out yeah, and but say. You got to understand that the people. That's great. In America does love a redemption story, and I, I would I would think a lot of people would would love that storyline. But you know who would not like that storyline? Fucking Congress, the new elected Congress and the new elected Senate. Why? They wouldn't like that. I mean, they. Why? I'm just saying from the from the impeachment perspective. So they're going to draw the articles of impeachment on Monday. They're not going to pass it. They said they're going to wait until they're 100 days into Biden's administration, so they don't hamper him with um, impeachment proceedings. But it really, what it is is so um, they have the majority in both houses, so they can they can vote on it. Well, now they're going to wait a hundred days in. Yeah, saying. exactly. That's why that's what that's, ex- are we, li- are we having the same conversation? No, cause I'm already you thinking about, I'm thinking you, about something You else. can impeach a president who's no longer president. I'm not really sure. I think so. Well, they're doing it because I think if they start it, you can finish it and they're only doing it not to kick him out, to make it to where he can't hold office every year. Yeah, exactly. So he can't run in 2024. But do y'all think he's being silenced? Like he can't by media? I, th- I think you don't. You think he's unable to go speak to people? I think you don't uh, defeat bad ideas by silencing them. I think you just make bad ideas foment, and I think that you just make those people believe that. When you start to, when you start to silence people, yeah. and you're not trying to argue against them but with good ideas and with uh, better ways of thinking, then you're saying that I have no argument against what you're saying, so I'm going to silence you. Yeah. So here's two reasons why I disagree. Well, three. One is, it's, these are private businesses. They have the right to refuse. At some point, they're, they, they anyway. should not be considered the same. Two, but they do right two now. if it's instigating violence, you should be able to do it. And third, uh, newsflash, he's not silenced. Uh, he can go uh, two rooms over in his fucking house and get on TV and do a press conference anytime he wants to and reach out to everyone and everyone would tune in. Yeah. So uh, he has the best fucking microphone in the world. He can literally say, I'm going to go two rooms over and do a press conference. You won't always have that, though. I understand that, but not, right now, not he could. he's not doing he that. Yeah. 
No, no, I agree. I would if I was him. If I was pissed, yeah, I agree. I would call a news conference. I agree, hundred percent. I mean, so why is he not doing that? Why? Well, so you know, the whole thing about him being you know moved off of Twitter, Instagram, and all that. I mean, it to me, it's the same thing as a newspaper not publishing the story or a news network not running the story. It's I mean, much more apparent now. You reach out to more people, though. It is yeah. a little different. I mean, these are media companies at the end of the day, and they get to choose. They're media aggregators. Yeah, right. maybe. I mean, but you know, at the end, that, at the end of the day. They have their own terms and conditions. They're not affiliated with the United States government. They aren't. What if know. Southwestern Bell, Ma Bell, Pac Bell, and all of the great uh, Bells companies, Alexander Graham Bell, who had the ability to monitor every one of our phone calls mm-hmm. but didn't? What if they said, uh, "We don't like what you're saying on that phone call. Shut off. Shut yeah. off. We're going to shut you off. You're going to shut your phone off because we don't like what you're saying. I don't. Really- we, don't we don't like what you're thinking. We don't like the words you're using. So we're going to shut you off." And that's what this, that's what, that's precisely what this has become. Because at the end of the day, look, social media for as stupid as it is, as many people say, get off of it. This is like the number one form of communication right now. My brother never got on it, got on it and he's looking like a hero. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, what, what if you, I mean, what if you remove the town? Still uses postcards. So here, here's another thing. The, this is, this guy is in the, in the town square standing on a soapbox and he, and he look, he'll either gather, gather a crowd or he won't. And, it, and it's up to us to, to say in, in this country that we have that we defend the, free, the freedom of speech to say, hey, we're going to defeat this man and, this, and these people with better ideas and not with silence. Because but I think it's look, getting- there, there's no end to where they might go and take this and how low they'll get. Because if you start cramming them down and silencing them, people, that does not make them go away. I agree. That but, does not make them. That, but it, it, that proves what they already think they believe. I don't think they're silencing free speech. They're silencing. Um, the things that he's saying that could incite like violence. I mean, if I were to go out on Twitter and I had a huge following and I was like, hey guys, I'm going to go uh, into this church this weekend and just fucking start killing people and talk that, about that it for is, a month, they're probably compl- going to cancel that is, me. That is completely different. You are, you are, you are yeah, that's an that's extreme case. I'm just saying. Yeah. You're talking about a crime. And, and at the end but of if the day, you're insinuating stuff, which is what happened in this case, I think that I, I, it's I, a well, point to be... I, I don't know that... Uh, and it's been ongoing. I mean... I, 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 Brower, I'm going to show you something. I want you to read it. I'm not defending anything, and, and I'm not going to read something. No, I just want that, you to read it. Disproves me. But I know you're, you're to your I point. Mean, I'm on parlor. I just want to show you something. To your point, well, I'm not on parlor. Why are you on parlor? I fucking look. He has an old iPhone. He's got an iPhone one. There are a lot of crazy things on parlor that 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 the people are taking it to a different level, and I would not be surprised if some of those are just bad actors that are trying to make other groups look worse. Of than course, they are. of course. I'm so not, I'm not naive, gonna read no. anything, and yeah. don't go try and uh, Google yourself right. I'm not trying to go. No, no, that, You're trying to parlor, I agree. You're trying to parlor yourself right, you fucking fascist. No, I, Brower, I agree with what you're saying, and I do not. Think, Are you sure you don't have a parlor account? It sounds like you do. I don't think that it's it's no. scary that they could be silencing people, and I don't I don't want to see that. But I think that uh, to some extent they have to have some kind of regulations. These companies that you can't just say anything. I think I think that you're allowed to speak your voice, but I. I mean, I just, it's like a, if you let like the KKK sit there or, and say whatever the fuck they want that's racist all day long, I think that it's not healthy. Why would you not just... Well, they used to let them march down the street. Remember that memory time where the, there would be KKK rallies and you'd see these idiots walking around? I mean, you only know what they look like because we allowed them. If you, if you hide them, you cannot hide them. You have to flush them out to show them how foolish they are. You, I mean, and, and, and look, I don't agree with like... But the, but the simple-minded people end up following that. They start, look what we happened. We have to give them better ideas. We have to give them better ideas, better, better things to follow. I mean, give them better choices and, 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 and work hard to prove that. 
we, whatever this country is, has created an environment where this stuff has thrived. There is a reason for that. You have to get to the bottom of why these people are believing that. Why are these people doing that? And it's because they feel disinformed. They feel like this government is not theirs. I was listening to a guy today who's kind of a journalist who got into the Capitol, and he said that a lot of, there was a group of grandmothers for Trump. And what the, the notion, what motivated them to go in the Capitol is they're saying, we took it back. We are not letting them have this. They're making a statement, yeah. Yes, exactly. And look, at the end of the day, there are a lot of similarities between what happened the other day at the Capitol and what we watched all fucking year long. And to say that these are even, I mean, I, 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 I don't see one riot different from the next. You know, I, I, I think, I, and, and look, there might be stuff that come out about this and say, hey, look, hey, you haven't found anything to prove yourself right? Ralph, you're, you're really disconnected. What is that? No, dis- I'm just trying to find out. No, Darkweb.com. Dis- what is that? You're disconnected on? from this uh, conversation. No, no, so he's going to go find some obscure guy on some obscure site and say, oh, no, look at this. These guys are crazy. No, I just fa- I found Hey, this. everybody, really quick. We just got a new subscriber, our buddy T.R. Trey Rig. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's and, good. Um, hey, happy birthday. Big shout out. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday, uh, Trey Rigby. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And we have a um, new sponsor, Fortran. That Ralph is uh, on Fortune, the website, yeah, no. Fortune, whatever. Yeah, hey, everybody, go to the back page and see if you can find yourself some chick. So I'm just, team. I'm just reading. Sorry. So what I was, what I was looking for was this comment here, just about this guy, and basically he's just saying what needs to happen is, um, you know, leftist, commie, Democrat, traitor politicians, kids and grandkids need to be burned alive and thrown into wood chippers. <laughs> see, I bet you anything that guy's a uh, leftist. Yeah. Could be. I mean, I'm not naive. Oh yeah, it's all Antifa. Happen. It's all. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. That's not. That's, yeah. You, you, you said that. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, I'm going along that, you know, that trope, right? It's just that it's never, it's never those guys. Like, there's, there would never, ever be a right extremist, right? No, no, no. Well, they're proving they that. It, it, well, that, that's being proven right now because they're arresting these people. And they're, yeah. I mean, that's the ones that were in. Another it's thing, just too, like, it's, it's just like there's. A no, lot of them are military. I it's thought like, that was it's a like pattern. right extremism is the myth and Antifa is the reality. Like, that, what did that you is see the trope. All, what did that you is see the trope. all year long? What did you see all year long? What? What did you, in, in all the riots, what did you see? What was happening there? What are you talking about? What? No, no, tell don't, me. Don't, tell, don't play no, down. An, answer, no, answer your own question. I don't know. I mean, just, you, you answer what you there, want me to say. I don't know. How many riots did you see this, this, this year in 2020? Hundreds. Thousands. Okay, whatever. Okay, whatever, sure. So wh- sure. What 1,002. And what right-wing extremist group took over a section of a city? And I'm, don't make me defend it, but what you're saying is you're, you're not, you're, 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 you are obfuscating. It wasn't. It wasn't a right. First of all, it wasn't a right re, right wing extremist um, position. Okay, so George Floyd. That's not. That's that's obviously a, it's a it's a left leaning type type but, situation. No, no, no. no. I'm, ta- I'm talking about the. Chaz. Extreme- I'm talking about Chaz. I'm talking about uh, Chaz Bono. Yeah, yeah. Bono. Yeah. I'm talking about no. I'm talking about the uh, the the whatever you're going to city within a city. Whatever you're going to say here, I completely agree with you. So I mean, okay. just get off of that. So. I, I mean, listen, and so, but, but here's the thing. It's like, and here's what, here's what's been really pissing me off lately is that people, they're just like, oh, this is this. No, they're not. They're not. They're, they're different situations completely. One is like storming the Capitol, which is basically the fabric of democracy. It's a sacred place. No, it's okay? not. It's well, the Lincoln Memorial it's was a building. This is, we, didn't we, the Lincoln Memorial get defiled you, too? Though? A sacred place. What are you talking about? Sacred place. This is not, there's not a fucking church. I mean, this is not a religion. This is this is this is a so you're building. saying you're saying that building you're saying the, the Capitol building is not you're saying the Capitol building is not sacred to U.S. democracy. Is that what you're saying? Wait, no. Which is more sacred? I guess the is the, so the your uh, in your in your sacred scale. 
mm-hmm. um, is my private business say sacred? I'm not. I'm not. Is 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 every single state capital as sacred? We, but just let me know where you're, you're not. S- you're not listening. No, 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 you're I'm, not listening. I'm listening to, to every saying. word you're saying. Okay, let me. I'll break it. I'll break it down more in a more simple terms. Church is not sacred. A church is. I'll break the it people, down in more. Building. I'll break it down in more simple terms. Okay, <laughs> I'm not saying either one is bad or is not bad. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I listen, think, I'm I not. Think you're outrage is hypocritic. No, is, I'm is, not. Is, is, I'm, is I'm not. I'm, first of all, I'm not saying that both instances aren't bad because they are. I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying it's right to go and burn down businesses. I'm not saying it's right for violence. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying they're two separate incidences. But I would say that you are—you have been softer on the hundreds, if not thousands and God. thousands of riots that we watched all year long versus this. There's last no month. place for that. What are you talking about? No, you. I, but I would I'm say I would say I haven't been I softer you, on that. I would say your reaction is markedly different. Mm. Has so. this happened? My my only concern is um, that this has not happened in the last. At, to this extent in the last four presidencies ever over I mean, the past year what's gone on on both sides of the right and left uh, extremist did not happen with the last I mean, four presidents serious civil disobedience like this vietnam war right probably the last time right yeah and i forgot the name of the president that uh was the last one that didn't show up to an inauguration they said it but i forget harrison Johnson. No. no, Johnson was the last one to be. No, it was way before. Yeah, I, I look, think it was before. That. Sorry, back on my point, real quick. I'm I'm not saying that. Um, I'm not saying either one is more dignified than the other or less than. Okay, I, all I'm saying is that they're two separate instances, and I'm just saying that to compare them, I think is I don't know. It's not well. I, I mean, now now if you're look if you're, if you're looking for something about certain media outlets or certain people to be more or less outraged. Than the other, you're absolutely right because people have different viewpoints. So one is gonna because because the you know the George Floyd and police brutality that is a completely that is a I mean that is a democratic talking point, right? Would you agree with that? I mean, it's not it's ra- racial injustice. Okay, is 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 really really high up on the priority of 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 left of of the left side of the spectrum of democratic lawmakers. Wait, no, no, on the right but, side, but, it's not as important. But you but see. Which the the key component there that you're talking about? You're talking about the left side of the spectrum. You're talking about the left side of what our you know what the media is, right? What we're told to believe and how we're told to believe and say this is no, no, this is okay. This amount of writing is okay. You have you had reporters standing in front of fires and say this is mostly peaceful and like you're watching someone's livelihood burn down in the in the background. So uh, I would say that uh, going down that path of being told that this is one thing and now we're being told something else. There is a obvious, obvious, obvious skewed one. Uh, I don't think I, I've seen enough people being outraged about about it online when it was happening that plenty of people. Um, I don't. I, I, plenty I, of people are outraged about it. I, I, I don't. And the reason, so. and th- you were because yeah. So if you th- if you're watching left leaning news sources, of course they're going to be more outraged by the capital by the by the storm of the capital versus the George Floyd riots. I wonder though if they would have been as equally outraged had they had done that for. Black Lives Matter. Have they done it for one of their justifiable causes? Do you think that had that happened then, we would be dealing with the same amount of uh, let's find these people, let's take their, let's spread their pictures out on media? I don't think so. I, I just, I really don't. And I mean, that is the problem. Well, but they're, they're both unlawful, though. Yeah, I mean, both. I, no, I agree. I agree with you, I, and and I, I, we, I agree with you. But you have to. We have to see what these people's motivations are. What is it? Why are they doing this? I, I, I'm not disagreeing. I, I don't even listen. I'm not disagreeing with you here. I'm really not. I, I I'm not. 
I, everything you're saying, I agree with you. I, except for the fact where you're saying that I was more outraged about, peop, or, uh, about the storming of the Capitol than I am. So the storming of the Capitol, the, that, is, that is, to me, like, that is more scary as breaking down the institution of our country, of our democracy. That's pretty, that's pretty you, fucking They could burn that to the building to the ground and we're still the same country we are. I understand. This is a very large comp- uh, country with a very uh, uh, vast uh, population. I'm just saying from I mean, a like, psychological, it's a symbol. St- they could have stormed from the From a ca- psychological standpoint, it hits home to me personally. That's just my personal opinion. We'll, we can't say it's wrong or right. We can all agree okay. that they either are or they think, the people that did it, they either are or they think that they're patriots. We can all agree on that. To me, if you're a patriot, to show the world how vulnerable our capital is is not smart. Well, oh, yeah, that that not bothers well, me. Well, th- th- there should be heads should roll. I mean, let's face it. I mean, uh, the fact that they did not uh, it beef up security. I, you know, look, there's talk that maybe they fucking let him. You know, maybe they just got out of the way. I mean, look, there were some obvious things, but they they said, hey, you know what? We're gonna go. We're gonna take this light and we're gonna see what the fuck they do. Because, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't make sense that they would have that many people there and. They would not have had added security, and let's not. I mean, I think the Metro P, uh, police off, uh, police chief is, is, is African American. I think the mayor is African American. So I don't know. I, I mean, how are we supposed to say no, no, no? They they didn't have enough security because uh, these protesters were white. That's the stuff that we well, don't. The know. people that That's are making decisions. To me. to me, there are so many. The the decision making tree that got us here is so diverse. I mean, you can't tell me that. Uh, I mean, like, oh well, you know, the Klan is running the security over at DC, you know, or. They, they're the ones that allow for this to happen. I mean, I, 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 it's like... Would you, hold on, let me ask you this. Would you say, though, that, that law enforcement is predominantly, tr- they're predominantly Trump supporters? Would you say that? How in the fuck would I know that? I'm just asking you. I'm asking you. Uh, uh, one law enforcement officer shot a woman in the fucking neck. I understand. So, I mean, and I guess that would be a fellow Trump supporter? No, 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 no. That's not what I asked. I didn't say anything about people shooting each other. I'm just, I just asked that question. And you know what the answer is. You're not an idiot. Well, I, I mean, mean you, you know that law enforcement is primarily, are primarily Trump supporters. Well, I, yeah, I, I, would, I would probably think that that, that got a, a, an enormous boost of uh, steroids in the arm whenever dis, uh, or defund the police became a mantra of, yeah. the, of the left. I mean, of course, yeah, the, any, if, if I'm in an industry... Uh, <laughs> defund hey, the podcast. Yeah, I'm how, going many, that how many people that are heavily involved <laughs> in fracking um, uh, that are uh, also Democrats? You know, that they, they, they yeah, goes no. against their livelihood. No, and, no, exactly. And what they maybe fundamentally believe is anything yep. law enforcement. So, I mean. My I, point, what, so here's what, my point. My point is, is that. Law um, enforcement was in on it? No, they weren't in on it. My point is that I don't think they thought that there would be, because of all the history, you know, you know when there's, I guess when there is protests from, from the Trump side, typically they haven't been, they haven't been violent. Um, there hasn't been, you know, breakout of. That's right, because typically they they uh, stay away from those uh, left leaning agitators. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! But that's my point. I think they just underestimated what was going to happen, and you know, the 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 police there, they're like, oh, these guys are not. We're police, right? If we just have a you know a a, a skeleton crew out here working, um, these guys they respect. They 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 you know, blue lives matter, right? So we don't need a lot of people out here because they respect us. Yeah, I heard that uh, some of the people that were, as they were being ushered out of the building, when law enforcement finally did show up, when Virginia State Police showed up, um, they uh, they were saying, thank you. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. The, uh, the, uh, the, Wait, who was saying what? The protesters were saying that to the officers as they were Oh, leaving. wow. So 
I mean, one law enforcement officer uh, died uh, tragically in that. And mm-hmm. I, I believe it was, actually another one died today. I heard was a medical. I think it was a medical. Uh, no, no, no. This guy died today. Like uh, from what? From injuries. I don't know. Don't sustain injuries. Yeah. Um, yeah. Punch with the COVID. good thing is they didn't start going into straight deadly force because let's not forget that there were shots of the snipers on the roof. I mean, they oh, yeah. could have easily could have went away. Yeah. So think about they could have. I think that it if had they been allowed to use immediately use any kind of escalated force that wouldn't have they would not have gotten i don't think that you can just storm the capital like they did i think that they were trying their best to peacefully stop these people think i mean of, like, like the guy being chased backwards off he had a gun on i mean he was being chased up the stairs backwards yeah. but he never pulled his gun i mean yeah. i think the cops were really trying their best yeah. to be like hey i mean a lot of restraint because i mean if they start sniping people i mean which they could have easily done i mean it would have been a lot different story so yeah. i'm just curious on the law side of it how all this went down I'm curious. Yeah, I'm curious the amount of restraint that they, you know, a lot of people are saying it's because it's predominantly white a good, crowd, right? A good read is one of our really good friends from college. Uh, it was an ex uh, Secret Service, Mike M. Oh yeah, go read his one of his posts. He no, I have, of, I have. Yeah. He's been talking about it from his standpoint, yeah. who lived in that uh, circle. Yeah. Um, but I'm very curious how all this. When do you get him on, man? Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, this is a friend of ours who was a. Uh, Ex Secret Service agent, protection For detail. Yeah, Barack, six eight years. Yeah, Barack, and he, uh, Barack Obama security. He eventually detail. went to the uh, Secret Service tactical team, which I didn't know That's existed. Right. Yeah, forward yeah. advance, right? That and they are the ones that follow in the vans you don't see on TV when shit. If it does hit the fan, they come out in like full armor and gear. Yeah. They're not the guys wearing the suits. They're the ones that are bringing the force if something happens, like in a. You know, like I think I, I might have seen this in like Sicario or some shit, but. Uh, whenever you have like a security detail and you're all in like a bunch of black suburbans, you ever see it like like eight in a row? They're hauling ass through the street, and I'll, and they and they ask like, "Why do you drive so fast?" Like that way, if anyone's following us, we'll know because <laughs> you get to haul ass. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> like, ah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Huh. But anyway, all right. Well, hey everybody. Uh, well, that was so fun. That was a cast. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Do 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 do. No. So, uh, you guys ready for the beer? Yeah, uh, we have a beer. Oh, yeah, we do have a beer. Ooh, we got to oh, check yeah, in yeah. with the wives first. Are you serious? We've been here like two it's hours. 11, it's eleven. It's a lunch. Nah, we got we got plenty of time. Pause. Yeah, let's see. Okay, here. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it out real quick. Let's do it. The pull. Wait. I'm what? gonna pull it out. I need you to calm down. Huh? Okay, you ready? All right. So you guys wanna you guys wanna pull of this? Yeah, huh? let's do it. Oh, Ooh, yeah, yeah. Some mm. ram. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell everybody something that's been real near and dear to my heart. For the last couple of weeks, I've been doing um, involves the Boy Scouts. I've been doing Dry January. Who's that? And uh, right here, I got a can of Rambler sparkling water. Where's that from? It's from Austin. See, it says here, right on the can. Oh, okay. Did so, not yeah. know they had a place that yeah. made that there. Yeah, so it's sparkling uh, spring water. It's effing delicious. And uh, for the last two weeks, uh, actually last week, <laughs> whoa, it's felt like two weeks. For the last week, no beer. Good That's, for you. And um, real quick, so you know the, the, the handle, I fear no beer. It's not that um, I'm a. It's like I'm not afraid of a single beer. Like, you know, ooh, look at that beer. I'm not afraid. No, I'm afraid of the absence of beer. Uh, okay, I Anderson. fear no beer. Yeah, I fear the absence of not having any beer. I fear no beer. Yeah, and um, it's not. I fear no beer. Makes right. sense. So I that, fear no beer. Exactly, and so that's where I'm at right now. And uh, the wife and I are doing it in solidarity. It's uh, it's a good time. 
I heard your kids are participating, too. Our kids are participating, finally. Got them off the bottle. A lot of fighting in the household. Yeah, so, um, but no, um, that's it. Well, good for you, man. You guys want some sips of this? I gotta be honest. You, it's really good. You definitely don't look any healthier. Yeah. So, yeah I, uh, do you guys want some you sips? You have uh, a few less of those little red explosions on your face. Oh, I said don't. <laughs> yeah, called? your nose is not yeah, as your red. your nose isn't as red. Yeah, I knew, you know, slightly less swollen. Yeah, no, you look great. Breath yeah. is decent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say uh, uh, overall, um, you know, uh, you look pretty. Uh, yeah. Neat. So uh, focus on that pretty. But this is the only. So dry January. You know, hard pretty. Hard pretty. Yeah. You got to think after New Year's. So there's really nothing that's going on in the month of January. Oh no! Yeah. Dead the month. big party starts on February fourth. What's February? 4th? Valentine's parties. Fourteenth, dickhead. <laughs> Yeah, is it the fourteenth? <laughs> That's how much I love that holiday. Uh, but no, think about it. I mean, nothing happens in January, right? No. So like, everybody's like, "Oh, I'm gonna do sober February yeah. or whatever." It's like, God, fucking Super Bowl, Mardi Gras. You fucking insane. I love getting fucked up on Easter and Flag Day. Those are my holidays <laughs> yeah, I where I go shit crazy. Well, you know, me and the rest of my tribe just really hit the soul <laughs> hit the solstices pretty hard. Yeah, you do. <laughs> like, we like doing the shortest and the longest oh, yeah. day. I love. How, has it been cold in your house now that you have those? Uh, you took your door off and put those beads. Oh yeah, yeah. well door? we got those. Uh, we got some uh, some sheer silk uh, <laughs> curtains laying there too. And uh, by the way, that patchouli you're wearing is amazing. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I do love a Ranger Flag Day. That's a good. Uh, point. Hey, so yeah. funny story, really quick. I, before we get to the blood section, I uh, I was uh, you know I've been working in Lake Charles and I got uh, two houses on the same street that we're doing renovations on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm driving down the street. This is old man who kind of barks at people for driving too fast from time to time. And uh, the the speed limit's thirty, and I'm driving twenty one miles an hour, and he he halfway I'm driving down the street and he's like the second house from the end and at a, at a stop sign and I drive past him and he yells slow down and I was like whippersnapper and I was I get, uh, my window was still down. I had my window down for some reason I go to roll it up and I was like I'm going twenty dickhead and then <laughs> uh, and then. He's like, I heard that, and he started running after my. Car. Oh, he wow. started running after you. Wow. Yeah, and I was like, and at first I was like, what the fuck? And I, I was kind of, I wasn't really paying attention to what he was doing, and he was kind of coming at me, and I just take a left and keep on going, and he runs, he like breaks almost halfway around the block where he just gives up on me and like gives me the double birds, <laughs> like throwing them at me, and I was like, oh shit, and uh, I, I have, I'm working in that neighborhood. And so I, in that, uh, on that street, you have two houses. Ah, one's across the street from him, and one's like three houses down on his side. So now I'm going to have to go fucking deal with him next week. That's great. I know. So fuck him. Road rage. I, I, I didn't mean to, like, I rolled the window up, and I was like, I'm going 20. And then like, dot, 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 dickhead. I remember, I remember, being, I remember being, um, being a, a kid, and then like, you know, you would be in the neighborhood playing outside with your friends, and then somebody would tear down the street, and then... You would have a parent. They would go slow down. Oh, oh okay. Really Wait, well, quick, hold on to that point. No, oh, I, that cut me off. That exactly happened. Like there was a guy who did that, and when mm. I became, it was the neighborhood I was when I was a kid in. Then I can't believe you just hijacked my Wait, fucking story. But no, no, this very right. This, this gets better. better. This gets it, better. It. Uh, he, uh, this guy. I remember one time I was riding with a friend of mine through the neighborhood, and he threw like one of those lawnmower plugs at us because we were driving too fast. You know, they plug in to want to mulch your yard, and. Uh, I was kind of glancing, like looking around on, um, what's that website that you can look at? Uh, uh, XXN. No, no, no. You, oh. can, you can look at for, uh, <laughs> to find out the, the, the predators, the, uh, the, the sex offenders around you. 
Uh, turns out uh, that guy's a sex offender. <laughs> the guy was yelling at everybody to slow down. Yeah. And he wanted him to come here's in. Here's the best part. His first name, no bullshit. Happy. Uh, <laughs> His first name. Happy indeed. And he was a fucking sex Slow offender. down and come exactly. in. I, I, his, his, I think his crime was like. Stay a while. You know, uh, indecency with a minor. Huh. I don't know. I mean, he was kind of a drunk. Maybe he pissed in front of a kid or something. I don't know. But uh, so is it? He's is, a yeah, registered you gotta, sex You got to read into those sometimes. Some of them are pretty aggressive. Yeah. Is all it, right. Anyway, is, is all it, of them are. I guess. Is it time for my story? Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Go. All right. So, uh, this is the case. You know, no, no. When I was young, um, and and parents, they would you know they would be outside and they would yell at cars going really fast down the street, and they would yell. Slow down. Mm-hmm. Oh, Brower picked up his phone. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna finish until he puts it down. This is what butthurt sounds like. <laughs> uh, so he put it down. Okay, so uh, I remember looking at the parents and thinking to myself, <laughs> "Now he's on his iPad. We can wait. Go." I remember looking at the parents, thinking, "God, I hope I never get that old." Okay, tell the story. That's it. I'm going to tell it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, so what's the case today? Um, okay, so we're, here we are. Uh, we're going to go ahead and go over, get over to the blood section. Brower's going to start scrolling. He's not going to be involved. I'm looking for something. <clears throat> um, okay, Susan Wright. Have you guys ever heard of Susan Wright? Yes. Susan Wright has been in the news lately. Uh, she's been coming up. Paroled. I've had a couple people, including... Josh James's Ashley asked me, hey, are you guys going to talk about Susan Wright? So we said, okay, mm-hmm. let's do Susan Wright. Who is Susan Wright? Well, she was born April 24th, 1976 in Houston, Texas uh, to uh, Sue Wella and Jimmy Lawrence Weish. At the age of 17, she worked as a topless dancer at the Gold Cup for two months. Is that still open? No, I drove by there the other day. It's not open anymore. But I'll tell you what, as a kid growing up, flagship, two, dude, 290 and like that, that Cypress area, I was always like, you know, one day I'm going to be oh. old enough. To, I'm going to be old enough to go in I'm there. going in that castle. I'm going to go in there and I'm going to, I'm going to see all those boobies. I was so excited. And then you end up at Fantasy Cabaret instead. Yeah. <laughs> the slums. Oh, we used yeah. to go there. You couldn't Ugh. afford Gold Cup. Shit is nasty. I don't know how we were, but I remember Gold Cup never was, killed in that back parking lot at I, Fantasy Cabaret. I know, and I remember Gold Cup seemed like it was very high end. Yeah, very high end. I never very, went inside that one. I never did either. I never got a chance. Um, yeah, you know, it's a sad freeway expansion got rid of it. You know. Yeah. Oh, it's not even there anymore. The building, huh? man. Anyhow, so uh, she worked at she, so she worked at the Gold Cup for uh, two months in 1997 while working as a restaurant waitress in Galveston. Uh, she met Jeff Wright. And they married in 1998 uh, while she was eight and a half months pregnant with their first son, Bradley. In 2002, a daughter, Kaylee, was born. Mrs. Bright claims that her husband began uh, to abuse her during their first few years of their marriage. So the happy couple, um, you know, they were married. um, But then, you know, lots of abuse started happening. So, uh... Susan had enough of this, right? Mm-hmm. And eventually, she murdered her husband. So the crime occurred at the Wright family house in the White Oak Bend subdivision in northwest Harris County. Do you guys know where that's at? Yeah, I think it's northwest Harris County. I know, but do you know exactly where? No? Uh, in the west uh, slash north 
part hmm. of the I county. would think it's on 290. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, according to evidence presented- Oh, you're not going to tell us. I don't know. I'm, hmm. I just like, I used to live up in that area. I just don't research. know exactly. I mean, yeah, you could get an iPad right there. Um, according oh, to evidence right, presented by the prosecution on right, January 13, 2003, right. Susan Wright uh, tied up her husband, Jeff Wright, 34. So she was 26. He was 34 um, to their bed and stabbed him. Are you guys ready for this? 193 times with two different knives. Whoa. Did she break one of them? By accident. <clears throat> yeah. So then she buried his body in their Houston backyard. She attempted to cover up the crime scene by painting the bedroom. Uh, the next day, Wright. Uh, filed a false domestic abuse report in order to get a restraining order on her husband. On January 18th, Wright asked her attorney, Neil Davis, to come to her home and admitted to stabbing her husband. Davis contacted Harris County District Attorney's Office to inform them a body was buried under Susan Wright's house and that she had confessed to the killing. Uh, Wright turned herself into authorities at the Harris County Courthouse on January 24th and was arraigned on murder charges the following Monday. All right, so 13 months after arraignment, Wright's murder trial commenced on February 24th, 2004. She had already pleaded not guilty to killing her husband by reason of self-defense. The prosecutor and Wright's defense attorney had very different portrayals of her. Um, Assistant District Attorney Kelly Siegler. Do you guys know who that is? Oh, Kelly? How, are you serious? How have I heard that name? Kelly Siegler. You don't know her? Wasn't she on uh, Married with Children? Uh, she's a very... <laughs> Seagal. <laughs> Katie <Right>. Seagal. <laughs> Peggy Bundy. Uh, yeah. Carrie Siegler, she's a fiery character. She's like, dude, she's been all over the... I, I remember God, in the, early, the late mis- 90s. What a misogynist. What? Fiery character. What, what she's guy just a woman, Ralph. Fiery. She's a person. So okay? I, I just... you know, she was, she She's was, an attorney. She okay. loved the camera. <laughs> so smart. She was very, very passionate when she was doing her court proceedings. Um, always in Texas Monthly. Always having articles written about her. You love this girl. Famous... Uh, assistant DA um, or DA. So Kelly Siegler uh, depicted Wright as a scheming wife who seduced her husband into bed, tied him up, and repeatedly stabbed him, and then buried his body in their backyard, all in hopes of collecting a two hundred thousand dollar. How did she bury policy. this guy? That's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. We so well, so I stripper strength. I did. Yeah, it is. <laughs> That's fucked that, up. Oh, she probably used her pole legs to dig with. Yeah. Her pole dancing mm-hmm. legs. Just oh uh, yeah. Hey, uh, guess what? Spoiler alert. Those poles spin, okay? You know, they <laughs> Do spin. they really? Yeah. They're Do they? Not, yeah, they're not fixed. They, they, they rotate, they spin. I didn't know that. I didn't either, actually. Mm. Yeah, duh. I don't, think, How they, do you I know don't this? think they're one of my bedrooms. How do you does. know this? I took a pole dancing class. <laughs> <laughs> Just finished it. Fitness. Uh, <laughs> so, actually, uh, so I was looking through some crime scene photos last night. The new me, 2021. And by, <laughs> by the way, uh, there's a new subreddit. Well, actually, it's probably it's new to me, at least. Um, crime. There's a subreddit called Crime Scene Photos, and it took me to this, and one of the crime scene photos was a basically it's like a wood dolly, and somehow she uh, propped her husband on this wood dolly and then dragged him out to the backyard. Bought a bunch of mulch, a bunch of bags of so mulch. So it was like a shallow grave. She yeah. basically just no, no, no. The guy had already pre-dug the hole. He dug oh, the that's hole right. Yeah, else. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah, that's right. He, he was dug working. his own grave. Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah. Well, technically, he did. Yeah, unknowingly. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at so if your wife says, "Hey, let's build a poi- a koi pond." <laughs> <laughs> No, you laugh, no, but honey, Ashley's okay. been you wanting f- me to get a pool for a long oh, yeah. time. You can oh, finish it self tomorrow. Self-dig, self-dig. But, but no, it's, it gets weirder than that because she's like, I only want it to be like three foot by six foot deep. I'm like, that's a weird pool. She's like, no, she's no, like, no, no, everyone's doing it now. <laughs> just lay, lay down real quick. Let me get, let me get yeah. some chalk. Let me get yeah, this spray you, you just jump straight down and come back up. You look for a dime at the bottom of the pool and come back up. I'm like, what? Is that normal? She's like, yeah, go get one. Damn it. That's so 
That's what it is. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, Brower's right. He knows a lot about this case, which is kind of strange, but whatever. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. So, uh, she was at, you know, the, the accusation was that she was after the $200,000 life insurance policy. Um, Wright's defense attorney, Neil Davis, claimed that his client had suffered years of physical and emotional abuse uh, by her husband and killed him to protect herself and her two young children. Um, at her trial, uh, Susan Wright testified in her own defense. In her emotional testimony on the stand, Wright claimed, I could not stop stabbing him. I couldn't stop. I knew as soon as I stopped, he was going to get the knife back and he was going to kill me. I didn't want to die. Yeah, I heard he didn't die until the 189th stab. Yeah. The Sometimes last it takes four were just, just, I mean, she uh, was trying to get the knife out. Well, she, was, if she was using a Swiss Army knife, just the cork part. So like, she, oh my God, the corkscrew's not working. Was she, uh, uh, anyway. Yeah, pretty more. awful. These little scissors weren't doing shit. Yeah, the, uh, the DA the actually, Swiss Army knife. Oh, the prosecutor acted out the stabbing in. I was going to, why are you, you're stealing my thunder. Well, I mean, you're I, fucking stealing my thunder. I, I don't know how much thunder you have in your little, uh, Wikipedia page. Yeah, it's pretty Keep boring. going. Keep going. Let's go. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come uh, <laughs> welcome. Welcome. Who the welcome. fuck are you? <laughs> she right. testified That's that on the night of the murder, you. Jeff Wright uh, was on cocaine, was on a cocaine binge, and was violent. A little blow. <laughs> having allegedly beaten her. Uh, Wright once again insisted that she stabbed her husband in self-defense. Susan Wright's mother, among others, testified for the defense, claiming they witnessed Wright's bruises. All right, she testified that uh, on the night of the murder, Jeff Wright, uh, was on a cocaine binge and was violent, uh, having allegedly beaten her. Uh, Wright once again insisted that she stabbed her husband in self-defense. Susan Wright's mother, uh, among others, testified for the defense, claiming they witnessed Wright's bruises. Uh, Siegler said Wright's tears were faked to try to sway the jury. Uh, the prosecution presented the unusual demonstration by bringing the Wright's actual bed into the courtroom. So this is what you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Siegler, I remember, she got like... Straddled a... Yeah, she straddled a dude. And she was... Uh, yeah. It was, it was kind of uh, weird looking. But so, so they brought the bed in. She straddled this guy that she tied up in the courtroom. And she went through stabbing him, you know, 197 times. Just to kind of show how... Vi I mean... And she was like, one, two, three, four... Five, six. I mean, did the whole thing. Mm. Now think about how fucking long that takes. 193 seconds. 197. If you're fast, yeah. Was it 93 or 97? 93. Are you sure? Let's go back. Was it 93? And it doesn't matter. I don't know. 190 something. But it's 93. <clears throat> pretty insane, huh? Yeah. Wow. And then now she's out. And she's out I'm, not, I'm not done yet. I'm oh. not done yet. Ah. All right. So uh, during the closing argument, Siegler brought. Up to the jury, how Wright had been uh, a topless dancer and said she believed Wright's emotions were um, um, inconsiderate. Uh, she contended that Susan Wright was a card-carrying, obvious, no doubt about it, caught red-handed, confirmed, documented liar, end quote. God, that's a hell of an insult. Yeah, right. Uh, by the way, only an insult that could be laid by a female prosecutor. Oh, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Whose frequent shows of emotion during the trial or deliberate efforts to influence the jury. But you got to think also, like, back then, like, that was, that was a different time, right? 17 years ago. Not that different. Mm. Verdict. Okay, so on March 3rd, 2004, uh, after more than five hours of deliberations, the jury convicted Wright of murder, 
Wright showed little reaction to the guilty verdict. Uh, Wright was sentenced uh, on the following day. Prosecutors were hoping for at least 55-year sentence, while Wright's attorneys argued for uh, probation for the client. Wow. Yeah. Probation. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, because, you know, she Self-defense was... Self-defense client. Yeah, she was abused, you know, and she was basically... You know, she couldn't take it anymore, so that's why she stabbed her husband to death. I get it, but that's pretty good. Apparently, you, apparently you don't get it, Josh. Uh, the jury, uh, the jury sentenced Wright to 25 years in prison. Um, she was imprisoned at the Crane Unit under SID 04835513. Are you guys familiar with the Crane Unit? Yeah. Are you? I don't think that's Huntsville. The whooping crane. No, it is totally. Here's is it? A, here's the Crane Unit. Crane. Oh, unit. that's the one on the freeway. Is it? Yes, yeah, female prison. Oh, Christina Mellon Crane Unit. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Oh, you're right. I always forget about that God, one. Bro, There's seven in town. The prisons so. up there. There's mm-hmm. seven, exactly. Prison capital of the world, FYI. All right, so in, in 2005, uh, the, uh, the 14th Court of Appeals in Texas in Houston upheld Susan Wright's conviction. Uh, with a reappeal in 2008, new witnesses, Misty McMichael, the wife of former NFL Super Bowl champion Steve McMichael, and ex-fiance to Jeff Wright, came forward to tell her story about she endured uh, abuse and violence during her four-year relationship with Jeff Wright. Hmm. In 2009, the Texas Court of Criminal Appeals granted Wright a new sentencing hearing after determining, after determining that Wright's counsel rendered ineffective assistance during the punishment phase of the trial in 2004. So according to the evidence uh, during the 2010 punishment trial, it was shown that the prosecutor's theory that Jeff was tied to the bed was not supported by the medical examiner who um, excavated the body. Uh, sorry, that was a big word. I wasn't I excavated. Yeah, sorry, I, just, I don't usually come across that word. All right, so uh, the medical examiner testified that Jeff had a significant amount of cocaine in his body the night he died, so much so that Jeff's body had not metabolized all the cocaine. That must be a lot of cocaine. Do you guys know anything about that? Uh, uh, metabolized means to process the cocaine. And cocaine metabolizes through the system within a very short amount of time. Honestly, it's actually the quickest to metabolize through your system. Interesting. So it's probably within less than 24 hours they, they probably determined. Because at some point your body would still process some of that, even though you're slowly dying because some of it will dissolve into your system. But uh, it showed that, that he had that much, which means, wow, if he had this much at a point in which he died, okay, this is, they can make a determination based on body decomposition and blah, blah, blah. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, kinda, I did kind of infer most of that through the, you know, through the article. Um, Not as much as Brower did. I know, though. but Brower knows. Yeah. Brower's an expert. I'm, I'm pretty impressed. Seriously, did you make some of it up or did you just? No, it's true. Oh. <laughs> oh my god, we got to fact check all that shit. Ever get of that? Uh, uh, look at this uh, knife. Did you did you see the knife they used? Hold on, he's, oh yeah, yeah, there's a knife, yeah. Okay, so the uh the Broke. cocaine evidence uh supported the defense's assertion um that Jeff was intoxicated the night of his death when he came home from a boxing class and punched his son. Jesus Christ. Jeff uh also had several knife wounds in his hands, forearms, back. Um, and the backs of his legs indicating defense wounds inconsistent with being tied to a bed. On November 20th, 2010, Wright had her sentence reduced to 20 years in prison, five years less than the original sentence. Wow, that sucks. Knock five years off, it's not bad. <laughs> Wright has been eligible for parole since February 2014 at the age of 38. She was uh, denied parole on June 12th, 2014 and July 24th, 2017. Hmm. Wright was approved for parole July 2nd, 2020. 
On Wednesday, December 30th, 2020, Wright was released on parole at the age of 44. Yeah, oh, she's yeah. walking. She's walking around, guys. What day was it? Anybody looking for? It was uh, this month. I don't know, but anybody, uh, anybody looking for uh, somebody to love? Like, oh yeah, the, she's a uh, she's age appropriate for uh, yeah, most of us in this room. Yes, some of the. Uh, I don't know. She's a little little old for me. If I'm being honest. Yeah, hope the wife's not listening. <laughs> well, I hope she is. Where's <laughs> the uh, Where's the address of this house? I'm really yeah. curious. I don't know. I remember I told you it's where in, it was. Uh, I asked you, you said neighborhood. I don't yeah, know. yeah. Let me look it up Cyprus. again. I did tell you exactly. Doesn't matter. But uh, I'll tell you what. Um, she is probably going to be on Tinder before you know it. You think so? Oh yeah, yeah. Oak, hey, White Oak Bend. Can you look for that? White Oak Bend. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so that was really hot. Um, very hot story. In the last few uh, last few months, you know, and if she plays her cards right, she could really do a book, she, book deal. She can get all kinds of stuff. I mean, I, well, I, I don't know. A lot of times, families will have like clauses in their oh, yeah. sentences that they can't profit off of this. But I mean, if she if it's a self defense claim, I mean, and she got a sentence reduced because of it, maybe she get that waived too. There's got to be workarounds for that because there's still she books do, that are she can written do podcasts. She can do like I know, but there's still books that are written <clears throat> about cases that obviously you can't profit if you're part of it. But I feel like you probably get a kickback or something, right? I mean, or your family does. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, I mean, let's see. But I don't know. They they had to maybe had to take her to civil court for that. To White Oak sure. Terrace. No. White Oak Bend. All right. Well, hey, this has been one hell of a long podcast. Wait, you want to you want to do your uh, Bayou section? We did no, at the we beginning. Are, we, we did. Oh, it, we did we the beginning. Okay. He he's running hot. He's got a That's kids. Right. I got I got four kids screaming for. Uh, I got five kids to feed. Yeah, I know. Just about I was nine. What happened to number? Wait. What did he say? Total Recall. What's it? Five kids. Benny the cab driver. Yeah. Oh my god! Hey, um, Benny, oh. took around. Took around. <laughs> Three tits. Three oh, tits. It's, it's, really? It's Jersey Village. Oh, it's JV. Jersey Village? Oh, okay. Mm, nice. Mm. From uh, what I'm getting. All right. Well, that's been a cast, guys. I guess so. All right. Well, uh, go ahead and uh, cue the music. Next week. Next week, what? Oh, you want to do it again? Yeah, we'll, we'll talk after the cast. Yeah. <laughs> Another really fun fest. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right, guys. Cue the music. Start it now. Music. Now.